God made the world good. And that hasn't gone away. It's a super important point for us as Christians, as Catholics. We, we hold it in common with our Jewish friends. God made the world good. There are thoughts, there are popular ideas that, that undermine this. Uh, the idea that, that some people are bad people through and through. Christians don't believe that. That doesn't come from the Bible. The idea that maybe I, even, uh, because of something I've done or something I've experienced, am too far gone. I'm irredeemable. We hear people say things like this, and even, even saying it jokingly, it kind of reveals the depth at which some people really believe this. Oh, it doesn't matter if I ever go to church or not. I'm going to hell anyway. What an awful, awful idea. Some people have that idea. And it goes against our belief that God made the world good. And that means you and me as well. I think we can connect with this in, in the best relationships that we have. Maybe in our family, maybe our friends, maybe even co-workers or other acquaintances. When there's a true goodness that we can experience in that relationship in an interpersonal way. We say there's a goodness, at least humanity on the whole, creation on the whole is not too far gone. And yet, even in the very best relationships we have, we notice that there's a falling short. Nobody we've ever met in this life is perfect. If you know me long enough, I can guarantee, you could put money on it, at some point, I will let you down. And that's not just true of me, that's true of anybody that we know. Even, even in such a sad way, you know, we might think of the person who, who lifted us up and supported and encouraged and loved us in the most consistent way imaginable. And even that person eventually goes beyond our reach because of the mystery of death. Things are good, but they're not perfect. And so much of that perfection has to do with our own use of free will. We have such freedom, and we don't always use that freedom in the best way. So often that's what comes between and degrades even those good relationships that we have with other people. It's our own bad choices, or it's their bad choices that hurt us, or sometimes both. And we have a word for that. It's sin. Sin gets in the way. It, it smears up the, the windshield like in a car. Do you ever go in a car of somebody who was like a chain smoker and smoked in the car all the time? Can you see through their windshield? Not if they've had that car long enough. It's pretty amazing actually. And sin is like that. Sin gets between us and each other. And it does the same exact thing between us and God. But luckily, that's not the end of the story. Thankfully, that's not the end of the story. God gives us a way out. He, he sees our, our sorry condition, the human condition, the reality of sin, even though at, at base we're still good. We're, we're damaged, we're cracked, we're flawed. But God looks with pity on us. 
And he says, there's an opportunity, there's a way out. It's like somebody walking by and seeing somebody stuck in a pit. If that was you and you had some rope, you would throw that rope down, right? And you'd say, I'll help you out. I don't care what I'm in the middle of. If you're stuck in a pit, that's how God looks at us. And even more than that, he throws the rope down, yes, but he ties it up top and he climbs down into it with us. That's Jesus. That's Jesus going to the cross, even experiencing death, that ultimate alienation, even experiencing death. He climbs down into the pit of the human condition with us and says, I've never given up on you and I want to help you get out of here. He invites us to have a good relationship with him again, once again, even though our sins distanced us from him. He calls us back to himself. And as long as we're drawing breath and our heart is beating, there's still a chance for us to turn away from whatever sins we've committed and become involved with and to turn back to God. That's the reality that confronts us today. It's a very realistic uh, worldview, isn't it? It's not Pollyanna. It's not doom and gloom. It accounts for all of it. We're basically good because God made us good and he's never going to give up on us. But we're, we're separated from God because of our sins. But God has given us a remedy for sin in Jesus Christ. What do we hear our Lord say in the Gospels over and over again? Follow me. Follow me. Follow me. We can take that so seriously that he really invites us step by step, every single day, really even at every moment, to walk with him in friendship. The church is devoted to making that possi possibility a reality for us through our life together, through sharing the Word of God where we receive this message and get these important reminders over and over again so that we don't lose track of what's true and what's real, most especially God's love for us. And our part in this, to say, yes, God, thank you for not giving up on us. Thank you for making us good. Thank you for not letting me be too far gone because of my sins is a word called repentance. Repentance. If we hear the good news and the possibility of reconciliation with God and Jesus Christ, and we say, what can I do to get that? What can I do to accept that? It's that one word, repentance. Turn away from sin and believe in the gospel. Repent and accept the truth of the message that Jesus came to share and to fulfill and to make real. That's the good news. So as you come forward in just a moment to, to receive ashes, uh, we're recognizing really these two things, that each of us is someday going to die and come to an end of our time here on earth, we recognize that and that we are sinners. And so we hear those words, 
And they can be beautiful words, saving words, words that open up the entire possibility that Jesus went to the cross and rose from the dead and invites us to follow him in order for us to receive, to repent, and believe in the gospel.